Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to the LA Clips Open Forum episode. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm your host. My co-host will be Clippers Twitter. I'm going to have some people coming in today. We're going to get people in one at a time. We're going to try to do this a little differently. So we'll just have people one at a time come in. We'll have a quick chat. And yeah, we're still about a minute left or so in the Spurs game. But I think I think we could start this a little early. Let's get it going. So hopefully, technology-wise, everything works. And this could be posted to our podcast feed. If not... It is what it is. So if people want to start raising their hands and come in, go right ahead. If not, I'm just going to keep chatting. This week's been kind of wild. We've had Miles Turner rumors. We've had Kawhi come back. We looked pretty eh in that Detroit Pistons game. But we looked really good in the San Antonio Spurs game. This actually looks like old Clippers basketball. Winning with a blowout. What is it? I don't know what the final score is because the game's not finished yet, but it's going to be at least 20 points or so unless something crazy happens. So, yeah, Uh, I see some familiar faces in here. I know one of them is going to have to get off early, so I'm going to invite him in early. Let's see if he can chat. All right. Let's see if he accepts. If not... No. Oh, Jake. All right, we'll get Jake Barnes. He was on our last episode. What's up, Jake? How you doing? Yo, what's up, everybody? This is going on the pod, right? This is going on the pod if everything goes well. Shout out, everybody. I like Clips Forum. What's up? Um, Good game. This is the best they've looked all season offensively. I can't praise Norman Powell enough for tonight. Um, You know, really the first time I feel like he's really been in the system and like really not shot hunted. Um, It was was a great effort. Love seeing Terrence get burned out there, especially first quarter minutes. And we hope PG's okay. Um, And we go into the next game. Definitely our most dominant one of the season. I'm very happy with the result. Um, John Wall, big time. Reggie, Cash, and Shoe, and shout out Moses. Moses is getting minutes, and he's on the floor right now. And he got, I think, first half minutes as well. So it was, it was, it was, it was good to see. I'm, uh, I'm all around happy with tonight. So am I. And also, so what I heard on the broadcast too was that PG was throwing T-shirts and stuff during the the timeout breaks and stuff. So it seems like he might be doing okay. Which is good news, but I don't know. I guess you could throw a couple t-shirts if you have some knee soreness. But hopefully everyone's healthy moving into next week. I'll be a little concerned if Paul George takes a couple games off, but I'm I'm keeping opt- I'm pretty optimistic that things are going to be okay. Um, how do you feel so far about Kawhi being back? Do you feel like the team looks a lot different? What What, what do you feel? This is the first time we really got to see him like. For real, for real. You know, the last Detroit game, 
it, it was his first game back, and you can just see the rustiness. And he was rusty here too, but I mean, he looks athletically good. Um, his burst is there. His defense is great, and, and I'm actually very happy with like the attempts he takes on offense. He caught that oop, which was nice. That means he got bunnies on him right now. I'm all around happy. Um, it's going to be a process with him, though. Like, you know, everybody should understand, like, the process of Kawhi is going to take a little bit. And he might sit some games here and there. But as long as he's in here doing these little six-minute stints, there's nothing to complain about, you know. This is probably how we should have started the season. I'm going to – oh, yeah. You got something else to say? No, I agree. I, I think this is this is like the rhythm that should have just been put out in the beginning of the season, for sure. I appreciate uh, Tyler taking ownership of that, too, saying, you know, it was like, I think the quote was, he said it was nasty. So I appreciate him taking ownership and knowing that it didn't work. And yeah, and here we are. All right, I'm going to get a Mal in right now. I appreciate your time, Jake. What's up, Mel? And just a heads up, everyone. We're going to do one person at a time for a couple minutes. Just different format today. What's up, Mel? What do you got going on? Hey, nothing much, man. It's a good format, by the way. Shout out you, man. It's a good format. But yeah, it's a, it's a good win today. Uh, I think everyone, I feel like, I, I honestly don't recognize a bad performance tonight. Everyone was playing good defense. Everyone was playing good offense. Uh, especially, I want to sing Reggie's praises for a little bit because, you know, Obviously, at the beginning of the season, we were up in arms talking about trade Reggie and do this and do that. But, yeah, it seems like they everyone got their act together, especially Norm. Only problem is, like, listen, you got to take the good with the bad. But, like, Norm still kind of dies on screens. But, I, like, I mean, come on now. He, he's still playing good. And uh, it looks like Kawhi really brought this unit together. It's like Domo, he put a tweet out during the game. It's like they're all playing for each other. And I think, I think Kawhi's – more of a leader than we thought. Like, I, I tweeted that out, too. So, uh, yeah, hopefully Kawhi being back on the floor will bring this unit together and play to their maximum efficiency until at least if we get a backup center. That alley-oop that John Wall threw to Kawhi today made me feel like, oh, okay, we're, we're, we're in good shape. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I just had to see something similar to that. I didn't see in the Pistons game, but I saw it today. And I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Things are, things are okay. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I appreciate you giving Reggie praise, though, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's you know, when you look at the game today, it's hard to look at our best player, you know, because, uh, like, you're looking at it. John Wall had 15 assists. Okay, Reggie was extremely efficient from behind the three. Norm, extremely efficient. Kawhi, extremely efficient. Everyone was moving. The, it's hard to look at the best performance. I think, like, it's kind of like John Wall. But I feel like literally everyone had a great game today. I don't think we could ask for much more. Hopefully Paul George is okay, but I, I kind of have a feeling he'll be okay, but, you know. And we had what five lobs today? Lob City two point maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. All right, I'm gonna get Florida in here. I think he was next. Maybe it was Primal, but we'll get Florida in here. Let's see here. What's going on? Live from Kissimmee, Florida, on vacation. What's going on, guy? What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Good, you Florida know. Corey, you're 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 one of our originals in here. Um, I appreciate you coming on. So, are you really on vacation? Yeah, I'm on vacation, vacation whatever. But uh, I think you're. It's uh, all uh, okay. Good. You hear me now? 
Uh-oh. Can you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I was saying. Um, okay. Yeah, I can hear you. We, we played well tonight, you know. Everybody, Reggie, Paul, George, you know, kind of scared me with the knee swearing this thing, but, you know, I get it. It's probably a blessing in disguise. Just a little bit of rest before we play the Warriors. So, hopefully, you know, everything is good by uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, we get some time off. Um, um, Kawhi, you know, showed out. Um, he really surprised me with the alley hoop. I didn't know he could still do it. You know, I knew he could still do it, but, you know, I was really surprised. Um, his shot looked better today. Um, that's going to get more consistent with his gameplay. Uh, Norman Powell showed out, Reggie stepping up. You know, John Wall, you know, with the assists, just getting everybody involved was amazing. Uh, DJ, you know, you got to give it up today for, to uh, John Wall, you know. <laughs> But um, but yeah, man, everybody playing. When we play like this, nobody can stop us. So, you know, we keep it going, keep these wins going, because we're right there in the thick of things in the West. Like I said, you know, the season's a marathon, and we just got to run our race. So we're going to get everybody's back. We're going to get everybody back. We're still going to be playing great Clippers basketball, and it's going to be exciting. So, yeah. I yeah, like you kind of make it. There's a lot of parity in the West right now. There's um, like I, like I said, everyone's separated by one or one and a half games. In the East, people are separated by four games already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, but um, like in the West, can yeah, I say something up? real quick too to finish up? Finish yeah, off. Tim McMahon, you stupid mf. I ain't gonna cuss because I know it's kids in here. He's saying shy is better than Paul George. Let's wait to the end of the season. Paul George is going to blow shy at the water, dog. And all these funny Thunder fans talking about y'all want to trade. Y'all ain't win nothing. To y'all on a draft, another, you know, your GM drafts a KD, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, y'all ain't win no trade. So that's all I got to say. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, let's get Primal in here. He's He's been patiently, he's been patiently waiting. Um, I got a quick question for you, Primal. Your best friend, John Wall, plenty of assists today. I understand that he's Twitter friends with you at this point. What are your thoughts on his performance tonight? Some hard negativity made him play better. You guys are all welcome. Like, yeah, that worked. You're welcome. You know, with my motivation guy said some hard nose. He did it for Zoo and it worked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But he did what he's supposed to do. I don't really care. This is what I meant when I said just do it. And he did it. Shit. Like, you know, it's whatever. I'll take the win. I mean, I'm not part of the Huawei agenda no more because he bagged me. So it's all right. Whatever. But, you know, still a good win. Not mad about it. Um, didn't really see no issues. Um, only concern was PG getting hurt. But I hope he's all right. He looked good when he was throwing those um, shirts at people, so should be fine. Not not really nothing to be negative about tonight, you know. Um, well, I guess only concern is is if if Rocco is going to be on the move or is he going to ever get back into the rotation instead of garbage minutes, you know. Um, I guess we're just trying to figure out what's going on because you know I get Batum Morris have been solid, but. 
it will be nice to see if Roku can get some of that minutes considering how big of a, you know, a boost he is on the defensive end and offensively, you know. But if this team can, you know, do this, what they did tonight, you know, it won't be exactly the same. But if they can do this kind of ball movement, this kind of defense and effort on um, other teams against other upper echelon teams, then, you know, we should really be feeling good about ourselves as the team gets better. And they they did this three-point shooting tonight without Luke. So it's fun to see what could happen, but we'll know. Hopefully they can do this against, um, you know, teams like Denver, Phoenix, Golden State coming up and all of those teams. But, you know, I have faith in them, so they should be fine. How do you feel that in the second half the third guard lineup was actually working? Honestly, the third guard lineup was working mostly because – well, honestly, we were facing the Spurs, so they haven't really been good since the last time we faced them. But also because it seemed like Norm and Wall and Reggie were actually a little bit more active at defensively. So I'll, I'll, I'll give it 50-50. Defense is working, and 50% Spurs were just an ass team. But, you know, they um, tipped their hats off to the three guards. They did what they should have done. They did what they needed to, you know. They got some stops defensively, then they made some punishments um, offensively. You know, Norm was going off tonight. It feels good to see Norm finding his groove. You know, hopefully he can stay up at that level. You know, of course, there's going to be games where he goes cold. That's the NBA. You're going to have to deal with that. That's fine. But, you know, if he can find his consistent rhythm every now and then, you know, go like four games, then he cold one game, then he cleans back on the next couple of games, I'm okay with that. You know, Reggie off-ball looked very solid tonight. I think that's his best spot. He needs to – Reggie off-ball was kind of like the reason the 2020-21 team was actually so good in three-point shooting. And he was actually our best catch-and-shoot guy then. So, you know, off-ball Reggie is actually a threat. So, if he's in – if this is the ver- version of Reggie we can get every night, then we're solid. Um, Wall and his passing, you know – he did great tonight, you know, finding people, making pace, making plays. But I think it's also um, due to the fact that guys were actually hitting their shots tonight. You know, guys were actually finding a lot more open shots. And I think that's going to be even better when you add Luke back into this lineup. And then once you see how rotations go with them, then it'll be fun. So, you know, it, it's, this three-guard lineup worked tonight. Hopefully it keeps going. Um and keeps improving, but we'll see how it all goes. Thank you, Primal. And if anybody else wants to raise your hand, come in here. Even if you've already spoken, you can raise your hand again and join, join back in. We just have a different format today. We're just doing one person at a time. We're just having a little back and forth. This is going to eventually go on our podcast feed. Uh, Jesse is on vacation. So I was running solo, and I was like, you know, I'll just get everybody else in here today. Uh, cool. We got Damo. He's been on our pod before. Uh, let's let's see what he's got to say. What? How you doing, man? Let's see. What are your thoughts, Damo? Um, it, it was a good win. Uh, this is probably the um, the most enjoyable win um, and best basketball we've seen these guys play um, this season. Um, and I say that because um, they was playing for each other. You know, they was being very unselfish, especially in that first quarter. That really set the tone. Um, 
they look like they have fun. Um, Kawhi being back was great, but he also put everybody in their natural, you know, position and then in their natural roles to, um, you know, to bring the best out of them. Uh, the biggest takeaway that I liked from the first quarter is that we only had one turnover. And that was it. And that was that's huge for especially for his team because you know how we can get with turnovers. So um I I love how we set the tone. That way the guys were hitting their shots. It took good shots. It wasn't taking bad shots or forcing things or um, you know, things of that nature. They took their shots, they were good. Everybody was good. The first quarter was good. The whole entire game was good, but they set the tone early and that's what we like to see. Um it's funny because we was talking about this team putting up 15 points in the first quarter a few games ago, and then they put, like, damn near 40 um, this quarter, in the first quarter. So, um, keep getting these reps in. I love the Moses Brown minutes. He will get better with more reps. Um, I love the fact that Terrence Mann is playing aggressive. I love that Norm is kind of coming into his own. Um, and we just need to get more cohesion with these guys on the floor, and I think we want to be a um, – a force to reckon, to reckon with um, in, this, in this league um, down the stretch. So, good win. Uh, we back Monday and just keep the momentum going. So, everyone's brought up uh, Roko. You know, he's kind of like the 12th man in the rotation at this point. Uh, do you feel like he's going to get moved or do you just feel like it's going to be his time eventually and Ty is just kind of waiting it out? Um, honestly, I think it's going to be his time eventually. I think the Ty's just waiting it out. And these guys have a good rhythm playing with each other right now, and he found a formula that works. Um, and Roku, I think, is his insurance. I think he's um, backup insurance in case, you know, somebody else get, somebody else uh, gets nicked up, like maybe Nico or Mook or – God forbid that happens, but he's there for emergencies. So I, I don't want to see Roku move because I know what he's capable of as far as being a, a defender and help defender um, as far as leading the league with deflections. Um, I think we have Paul George. He's leading the league in deflections now. But to have another guy to do that alongside Kawhi PG, I think will be special, especially come playoff time when you utilize those type of guys for certain matchups. Um, but I, I don't think he's I don't think he's on it. Me personally, I don't think he's going to be on the move, but you never know with the front office. You, uh, earlier this week on the Twitter space, uh, you brought up the point of like, hey, if this doesn't work out at the end of the season, it might be time to possibly blow it up. Do, uh, would you want to elaborate on that while this is going to be on the main feed instead of it just being withered away in the Twitter space? For Bruce? Yeah, definitely. So what, I, what I'm saying is like if we don't make a, at least a finals appearance, and every, if everybody's healthy, then, yeah, I think it may be time to blow it up. Not a complete blow up, but at least make some changes, um, whether it's coaching, uh, one of the stars go, or both the stars go, or whatever. Um, I don't know. But I think that if they're completely healthy and we don't make at least a finals appearance, then what are we doing here? We're kind of just wasting time while the rest of the league is getting younger and better. So that's my point. Like, obviously, I'm still – I still want these guys to win. I still want to see this team flourish together. I'm not against this team, but I'm thinking for the future as well. If we can't get it done with the 2-1-3 error, um, then we should probably just try to move on and figure out the next move for the future.
Yeah, I think that's fair. To be honest, if I feel like we're this is a this, this is the window right here. So if if we don't get to at least the finals, maybe if we have a very competitive Western Conference Finals, then we'll be like, all right, maybe we just need to adjust some pieces there and there. But if if this ends up not going the way we have, like if we have a second round exit, a first round exit, or we for whatever reason, there's a lot of parity in the West. Like if we just have a bad second half of the season and we're some, we're in the play in for whatever reason, then yeah, it might be time to be like, all right, you know what, this 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 little thing's not working. Yeah. And we and we. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna finish my thought right now. So. Okay. Yeah. And just to clarify, I honestly feel that fully healthy, we can win. We can win it all this year. Um, that's not a knock against us because I think that we are good enough. But for whatever reason, we can't pull it off. Then we need to go back to the drawing board and try to maybe reevaluate things a little bit. I appreciate appreciate that, Damo. All right, we're gonna have Trent. Say some things. I was gonna try to get you in earlier, but uh, you didn't accept the thing. I understand things might not. You might not have been ready, but you. Uh, we have Trent from Clippers ninety four fifty. How you doing? I'm doing well. I had to deal with you know the family getting, putting them all in bed, tucking in the girls, and you know it's everybody's happy and asleep right now. So I get to get out, chill, chat with you guys. Hey, good win today. Great win today. Uh, if you do, if you have been listening to my podcast, I'm saying we've got all the answers to all our problems on our roster right now. We just got to figure out how to use it. And, and Kawhi come back, and then, and then he does come back, and we looked a lot better tonight than we did certainly against Detroit. But uh, the, the the execution's starting to come in, and that that means the world to us. It's execution on offense, communication on defense, and having incredibly high basketball IQ guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as the, the captains of your team, adding high IQ guys like John Wall and getting him to slow down and let the, let the game come to him. It, it just everything we saw tonight was so much better than we've seen over the last few games. So there's a lot to be happy about, a lot to be excited about. I, I agree with you. Let me ask you something. Do you feel, cause we're quote unquote, the deepest team in the league. Do you feel that since it's only November, so we still have to get through, you know, the playoffs and all that healthy, we will eventually see some kind of injuries. It doesn't have to be Kawhi or Paul George. It could be Morris, Reggie, somebody else, you know. Uh, do you feel like this team at, at put together right now could survive a, a wave of injuries at some point during the season? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we're missing Luke Kennard, who – whether you know you're you're pro Luke or anti Luke, the, the numbers tell the story. He's been our most effective guard on both ends of the court this season. Now we've seen some good guard play over the last few games. From Reggie Jackson's been really good. Uh, John Wall had a great game today, and Norman Powell has been improving. And today he was really good. But uh, we didn't. Even, you don't even notice when Luke's not out there right now, and that's a good sign that that you can you've got no Luke. No Rocco because he's for some reason in a doghouse. Uh, and it seems like everything's still running. All the trains are still running on time, you know. Uh, I think that depth's really going to help out because eventually you're going to have a guy turn an ankle and miss two weeks. And two days later, you'll have somebody, you know, hurt their thumb and miss three games. And, you know, suddenly, oh, my goodness, we're going to have to cut our rotation all the way down to eight for a game. Uh, and that won't be a big deal. Uh, 
Moses Brown's played a little bit more this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've been advocating that we need a backup center. How do you feel about Moses Brown, and do you feel like he's the answer? I don't know that he's the answer, but I don't know because he hasn't gotten enough minutes, and he hasn't gotten, gotten like legit playing time. He gets a couple minutes here and there, and that's okay, and then, the, and then you wait until garbage time to put him in. I mean, come on. Let's see what, he, what kind of run this guy has. Uh, so that you can make the determination as to whether or not he's that he's that guy. I see a guy who's got tremendous size and straight line speed, but uh, he's he's not what I would call dexterous of foot. So uh, <laughs> he's, he reminds me. No, of, I get that. He reminds me of Boban, who Boban Marjanovic, who we could throw into a game in certain situations, and he could dominate it. But then again, there were other times when you throw him in a game out of, you know, desperation and it would be, oh, that didn't work. It was like throwing an anchor on a guy who's drowning. So uh, I think that's the way Moses is. There's, <laughs> there's going to be moments where you can absolutely play him and he'll be awesome. And then there's going to be moments where you're going to put him out there and go, Jakob Pertl just schooled him on two consecutive plays. <laughs> it was ugly. And, I like your analogy, though. <laughs> the anchor analogy. Yeah, a, it makes sense with it being the Clippers, and B is just really good. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Ever, ever. I I appreciate I appreciate you, Trent. <laughs> I'm gonna get somebody else. In, I'm gonna get somebody else in here, and then you'll probably eventually come back in. Absolutely, man. All right, let's see here. Let's get Clips Nation for the win. You've been you've been trying to get in for a while. I appreciate your patience. How you doing? Hey yo, what's up? Um, can you guys hear me okay? Sorry. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Um, it's been a minute since I've been on here. Um, I uh, <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a little sick. Um, <clears throat> I love today's game. Uh, Kawhi was uh, pretty efficient. I know he didn't have huge numbers, but he was like, what, five of eight? Um, he definitely had some good passes. Like, you could just see it when he's out there. He, uh, he, he always makes the right play. He doesn't get turnovers. Um, you know, super efficient. I'm sure he'll continue to get better. So, Super excited about that. I loved Wall, obviously. Uh, he had like 15 assists and like 10 in the first quarter or whatever. Um, I really liked uh, the three-point. was The three-pointers were going down today. Um, obviously, we're probably not going to shoot that good every game, but I think the law of averages are finally uh, balancing out because we, uh, we actually shot good today, and I think we'll hopefully we can continue, can, can continue and get around that 40% mark, and I think we'll be good. Um, I, I was initially going to say, I know you guys touched on it earlier, but, uh, I really like, uh, Moses Brown. Every time he gets in, I get pretty hyped, honestly. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I too, I'm unsure if he's like the real second option to zoo. I think we do need a second big, um, especially for certain matchups, but, uh, I don't know. I just, I like what I see from him every game, honestly, and I hope to see him some, some more. I, I agree with you. Uh, Moses Brown kind of has that feeling of, Whenever like a young player goes in, and we're all like kind of excited because we don't get to see him too often, uh, and I feel like at the beginning of the season, since he wasn't playing, we didn't really have a whole lot of that. We're like we're seeing Nick Batum, we're seeing Marcus Moore, we're seeing all the players we've already seen. So there wasn't really a young player to get behind, and I feel like Moses Brown kind of brings that to this team until you know like Musa Diabate comes up, or. You know, we get Brandon Boston back playing regular minutes or who knows, maybe Jason Preston. Everyone knows how I feel about Jason Preston. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, but, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I also, you know, I know we're the the whole Rocco situation is kind of weird. I do agree. He seems like he's in the doghouse, like he's not getting any minutes. Um, but just watching the game, he seems like pretty hyped for the teammates and stuff. He seems like he's uh, he seems like he's positive about the situation. Even like uh, Norman Powell was getting interviewed, and I think I think Rocco and Reggie came back behind him and were just hyping him up. So Rocco seems to be at least responding well to it, uh, at least on at least publicly. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that too. I I agree with you. I, I was going to make that point earlier. I was like, yeah, Rocco looks like he's hyped for his teammates. But you know, he also you know you can say like Sergi Baca looked pretty hyped for his teammates last year too. <laughs> and we just, we did, and we basically traded for two players we never used. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're hopefully I I do want to see him play more. I'd like to maybe. Him and Batum and Morris kind of break each other's minutes in the thirds. I think one of the three might be on the block, even if no one takes them. I feel like the front office is going to float some of those guys out there, and if they don't get anything they like in return, then, yeah, we'll probably keep them all. But, yeah, I I don't know. It's like I thought there wouldn't be a log jam because they're all older. (laughs) But, (laughs) But, like... It seems like for whatever reason, there's a logjam there. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I I think uh, I think the front office is definitely maybe cooking up something. I we always make a move toward the trade deadline. I think almost every year, the last three four years. So we'll see what they do. Um, but yeah, I think Rocco might be one of those pieces they might move. Um, although I do like what he brings, but I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Anybody else want to raise your hand and come in here and chat? You can come back. I might just open it up to everybody again. We, I think we got a good solid 30 minutes of just back and forth. So maybe I'll just open it up. Oh, Primal. <laughs> How you doing, Primal? Let's get you in here. It looks like you have to respond to something. What's up? What you got to say? Oh, snap. I thought I was, I was talking into the muted mic, but I just wanted to add on to what Domo said earlier about um, the blowing up the roster type of thing. I not fully, but I just wanted to give like an idea of what like they should probably go for. And on honesty, we talked about it in the last space um, for the, the Detroit game, where we talked about this team should get younger. And there's options, but it's kind of like depending on if like let's say the Clippers do make it to the finals, but they don't win it. Now, now you're looking at it like, do we need to blow it up, or do we just need to run it back with? With, some, with continuity and chemistry, but that's not always a guarantee, you know, because as the next season goes on, you're talking about older guys getting older, you know. Um, it's another season where if Kawhi can stay healthy and PG stays healthy, yeah, you made it to the finals. Now you're going to the next season, you know, after your first finals appearance. You didn't win it, but you got the taste of it. You got the chemistry, but you got to improve somehow, some way. So I would I would honestly suggest, you know, kind of going for younger younger guys, kind of getting uh, Boston and Musa in here maybe, you know, seeing where they're standing at in games or trades. You know, we know this team can make some trades out of the blue. We didn't expect this Norm and Rocco trade um, at all after the Lakers game, but it happened. So who, who knows what they'll do, but hopefully if they do, make it that far and, and they if they do want to improve the roster or you know whatever i hope that is for younger guys to try and keep up because the league is getting younger you know you got stars out here 
rivaling the old ones and you know it, they're they're doing their business they're handling their business so if the clippers don't fail um if they do fail if they don't honestly they just gotta um upgrade the roster with some youth that's my that's basically it i appreciate that primal i will remove you for now in a few minutes though i'm probably gonna have everyone just jump back in and we'll do this like regular twitter spaces but I'm gonna get LA all day in real quick. See what he's got to say. How you doing? You're you're one of our frequent flyers here in the Twitter spaces. You got any thoughts on today's game or just the Clippers in general? Wait, you calling me, bro? I I was cut off for a second. I call. You're all right, good. Cool. I call hey, on yeah, you. Yeah, no, I enjoyed today's win, man. That was a good uh, outing by our uh, team today. They had a lot of good energy. I was looking at the plus minus. Everyone seems to be in the in the right uh, spot here. Even though Kawhi was a zero today, I still like how he helped everyone else get open, made the right passes. I'm liking his progress. I can see he's a little tentative here and there, but hey, that's all right. We don't need him sitting out more games than he absolutely has to. So I thought that was very promising. I am a little concerned about what happened with Paul George. Because I didn't see that play. I was uh, wandering around the arena when that happened. So when I came back and saw that, oh, he's out for the rest of the game, I was like, whoa, what happened? What's up with that? So uh, if anyone can uh, fill me in on that, that'd be great. But uh, other than that, I think the team was awesome. I think it was good. I like to sing in the win column, no matter if it's uh, ugly, pretty, or like today, like a blowout. And I think uh, these uh, these blowouts or these uh these large margin of victory games that that we had, like we had today, I think they're going to become a little more frequent now as we uh, progress in the season because it seems like uh, Ty Lue is uh, tightening up the rotations and then waiting, like, you know, like in today's game for the latter part of the game when it's out of reach to give uh, those other guys minutes that don't usually get minutes with, uh, with the main rotation. So I thought that was a... Very promising to see. I like that effort. I like how we play the same. We're going to play them again soon, so hopefully we get the same result and um, and we keep this up, man. We've uh, what won uh, ten of our last twelve or thirteen, something like that. So I uh, I, I like what we're doing, man. I like I I really uh, am uh, optimistic of the direction we're going in. Whereas uh, earlier in the season, I was kind of down on the coaching down on the effort and uh, down on some of these players. But I think right now they're showing some uh, some good effort. And then hopefully when we get guys back like uh, Luke Kennard and then Rocco maybe getting some steady minutes, we're going to look even more uh, formidable versus some of these, uh, some of these stronger teams. Because I think someone mentioned the last time on the last game that most of our wins have come um, against under 500 teams. So, you know, yeah, I'd like to see more wins against above 500 teams. So, you know, hopefully uh, we, we're, we're making that turn right now. All right, Adamo, what's up? All right. Um, I don't remember who said it, but they were talking about Rocco and his, um, and his minutes being out of rotation. And it's crazy because I was thinking that, like, he's a, he's a pro. He's going to, like, get through it and, um, in the report. Well, in the interview, like, Ty basically said that Rocco is a pro. I mean, he understands that he's just thankful for his sacrifice. So, um, 
to me personally, that's what it goes back to proving my point that I don't think he may be on the block because if he's willing to sacrifice and he's still upbeat and giving that energy on the bench, um, then I think that he he's faithful on the team. I think his time will come when it comes, and I think that we, we will be able to use him moving forward um, later on throughout the season and into the postseason. Yeah, it's useful to have a guy like that for, you know, even if he is like a break glass in case of emergency guy, you know, just in case, you know, Batum needs to miss a month or Morris has got to miss some time. You know, it's good to have a guy like that. It's just I think we all value him a little bit more than that. Uh, but, you know, if he understands his role and he's okay with it, like he's in his 30s, you know, he might be totally okay with it. And he's like, maybe this will extend his career more if he, you know, plays a lot less and he's just ready to play when his time comes. Uh, Trent? Yeah, being ready to play when your time comes when you're in your 30s and a role player is that's part and parcel to the business, and that's good for him uh, long-term if he can just be a quality role player. Uh, and he knows that. He's a true pro. Uh, I just wanted to, to share one thought about the blow-it-up mentality. You know, if we don't do this or that this season, we'll blow it up. That All of that is amazing stuff to talk about because it's a really interesting discussion to have. You'll find people on both sides. And it's it's an in-depth, heavy conversation. But I urge all the fans out there that care about this team, that follow this team, you know, all the time to not worry so much about what we're going to do when we see the autopsy of this season. Because right now, it's, this is about living in the moment. This should be a special season, and we should try to live in the moment and enjoy it for what it is. And that's this is the culmination where we put together this roster around these two superstars who finally agreed to come here. And the first postseason they were together, we had the bubble happen. That was a once-in-a-lifetime black swan thing. And then the next season, Kawhi gets hurt with because Joe Ingles is a jackass on a breakaway. Uh, now what, we've got one more shot at it. So let's live in the now and enjoy this moment and see the way this thing plays out. Uh, because I, I'm excited just to see these guys start to actually play well together. Uh, this was the first time in what is it, 16 games that we've had that happen. <laughs> let's let's live in the now and be excited about it. I, I'm with LA all day about that one. You know what, Trent? You do make a great point. I w- I would just throw this out there since the Clippers organization is so secretive with things, and we have plenty of questions about this organization. Us as fans, and us in these spaces, and us on podcasts are going to start trying to create our own answers. So, like, a week ago, we were all like, well, if Kawhi is really going to be hurt all the time, maybe this whole thing doesn't work. And he comes back for two games. We have our first blowout of the year. We're like, you know what? Everything's cool. Roko's not going anywhere. Everything's fine. <laughs> you know, so. you're, you're right. In the silence, we're going to make up our own noise. You, you're absolutely right. Uh, Mel, how you doing? Not bad, man. But uh, I just want to say, you're, Brian, you were completely out of line, man. You have to you have to respect Sammy Ojale and Rodney Hood. You cannot be disrespecting them like that, man. You're out of line. I I came so close. Okay, so last year on the podcast, I w- I had twenty watch, which was if Sammy Ojale scored twenty points in a game, I was going to buy a jersey. I was so disappointed we did not resign him this year, but you know I guess I guess we had to you know 
get Moses Brown. We could have had Semi Ojale backup center minutes, but this is, this is what the <laughs> team chose. I don't even want to disrespect the guy, but, but uh, yeah, it almost seems like Covington's in the same role as Serge Ibaka, except to be uh, Covington has a way higher upside than Ibaka at this point because uh, I honestly feel like he's a better version of Batum only because of, he has a little bit more length on the floor. He's like honestly some of the fastest hands in the NBA, but I totally agree. Yeah, it almost seems like Ty Lue's going to – like, I just saw a tweet. said Ty Lue's going to experiment. He's saying – he's not saying that Covington's out of the rotation completely. He's just going to experiment. He's thanking him for sacrificing. But, yeah, I'm I'm really positive on Covington. I've never seen the guy complain whatsoever. I've never seen anyone on the team complain except, you know, Jay Scrub. But we're going to eat our words on that. But, uh, yeah, I just I just hope we continue to improve the way we did today. And, uh, yeah, just hopefully – we don't regress like we, we kind of see this trend with with teams like the Jazz. They're, they start to regret. hopefully we keep this momentum going, and we beat the Jazz when when we play the Jazz Monday. Yeah, we play them on Monday. Yeah, hopefully we beat the Jazz because that they honestly left a bad taste in my mouth. Pause last time we played them. Yeah. If the L.A. Clippers were in the G League, yeah, we'd be totally off base with Jay Scrub. We'd be like, oh man, we let this thirty point score go over there. Yeah, well, he's just in the G League. He's just chilling. <laughs> like the, I'm not. I don't have anything against Jay Scrub. It's just one of those things where it's like, the the Orlando Magic are an extremely bad team, and you're in their G League system. Like you could be getting minutes on the pro. Maybe he is. I, I just don't watch enough Magic games, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't even. To be honest, I didn't even know he was on the Magic. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, but it, it seems like he was a scorer. But it's just like, wasn't there like an arrogance problem where he wanted the two way contract and he didn't get it? Oh, yeah. yeah, there was this big thing in the offseason where he was like, uh, yeah, I want to, like, get, uh, I want an actual NBA contract. And then everyone was like, hold up. Like, <laughs> like you could barely, like, yeah. And then he ended up, is he on a two-way with Orlando? Does anyone know that? Or I, don't, is he just, I, don't think he, I don't think he's on a two-way. I think he's just a straight G League player. Someone, someone he, will find out for me. Trent, he, is, he is just a G League signing right now. What a, what a. He went from a G League player for the Clippers to a G League player for the for the Magic. Like that's terrible. Well, he's closer to the big league team. That's <laughs> a fair point. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. But yeah, yeah. honestly, and you see this. I, I saw a tweet where John Wall was like, "Yeah, like there's a lot of older players getting pushed out the league." And I honestly kind of feel for Eric Bledsoe because I feel like he like, he did he he did so good for us, and now he's at the league, which is a shame. Even though you know he. I don't know if it's true or not, but allegedly he beat, he beat his wife. But he, he played good for us. I'm going to say Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, they're not going to let him back in the league after what he did. Uh, yeah, no. It's funny because, like, he was like, yeah, he's going to Taiwan. And then the next day, yeah, he beat his wife. I'm like, how did that, like, was that intentional or what? Like, All right, anybody got else, anything else to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, don't, you don't think oh, you this is what? an interesting well, concept? I, I I just you know like let's uh let's 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 move on you know that was the last year that's last year's backup point guard this year's backup point guard got 15 <laughs> assists in the game. Hey, so. real real quick, I wanted to make a point about um, um Musa Diabati. I've seen the dude play a couple times already in G League games because I was out in Ontario to watch him and stuff, and then he played uh here at Staples um earlier on Thursday. Oh, so that was and... me yelling up there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, and you know what? I, I'll, I'll say this, dude. The, the dude plays with energy, and he's, he's real like a, like he's really excited when he's out there. Like he's got that, that good attitude. But one thing I will say, I think he's still pretty raw, and I can't understand 
why they don't just bring him in and then start giving him some minutes. Because, like, when I saw him out there, I thought, man, if he had just better hands, if he was maybe a little more controlled, if, you know, if he took his time on certain things, maybe he wouldn't have, you know, fumbled the ball. I mean, things like that, where I'm like, okay, this guy's a work in progress. And, yes, he's very exciting. Yes, he's been the player of the game for both uh, G League games that he's he's been in so far. But I will say I don't think he's ready for this roster, even though he does bring a lot of energy. I, I, I think he needs to stay in the G League a little longer and then tighten up some of those things that I think will make him a solid NBA player, you know, but, but I'm so happy that we have him and I'm happy that he's, you know, working out with our club and all that stuff because he, he does look promising. I just, what I've seen, I, I don't think he's ready yet. In my opinion, he's the second best player on the team except behind Paul George, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dama, what's up? Yeah, and to your point, um, it's also um, a maturity thing, too. He needs to grow up. Like, he celebrates a, a lot after after plays. I haven't really watched him much much in the G League, but times that I have seen him play, he celebrates a lot after, like, uh, a, a play. And these guys, you can get away with an AAU in college, but the NBA is too fast for, for you to celebrate after every single play like that, you know, especially being a big, you're supposed to get back and protect the – protect the basket. So I think he will get his sign, but I think he's probably a year, year or so, year or two away. I think so too. And it might be a French thing, bro. It might be a French thing. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Well, I bought my Mercedes Abate jersey yesterday because he's the future of his league. He's the next Kevin Durant. And yeah, that's that's as simple as that. You got the Ontario or the LA Clippers? I wanted the Ontario. I've been doing research on the Ontario, and I felt like I might have to go to a game or something to get the Ontario one. And I was like, you know what? I'll just get the regular one, and then hopefully he plays some minutes this year. I really want the Ontario one because I feel like that's the extra hipster thing to do is to get the Ontario version of the Moosa jersey. But maybe maybe that can still happen. Uh, Primal, were you going to say something earlier? Uh no, not really. I pretty much already said what I was what I wanted. I'm just focused on my fantasy right now. You know, we'll get okay. into that. We'll Miss, get into that. Let, don't let do me, it. No, let no, me. no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just here, still listening to you guys while I'm working on my fantasy stuff. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. I will do an outro in a little bit, and then I will leave some time after that to do some fancy stuff, so I can cut the fancy stuff out of the feed. How's that feel? Or just or just do a group chat. You know, and then we'll talk about it there or something. Oh, you you want to be in a group chat with me? That's pretty. That's pretty nice. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> that's my dog. All right, anybody else have any thoughts before we wrap this up? Totally different format. We'll probably go back to the other formats when we do our regular Twitter Spaces. But I just thought we'll switch it up tonight. Trent, the the, the free for alls tend to be, uh, I would say probably more entertaining broadly, but that's just because the the chaos is fun. Everybody loves a car wreck. Uh, it's also different doing these, these beautiful spaces after a win where we look really good, as opposed to a loss where we look bad or even a win where we look bad. I totally agree. I, I was actually <laughs> promised on this podcast 
version that you and Primal were going to go at it like Skip, like Skip and Shannon. But so far, you guys have been together with the speaker mode on for like 10 minutes and nothing's happened. I haven't really what? said nothing for him to get triggered about. I think we've. I think this is honestly the longest me and Trent have actually ever agreed over something or like not really gone back and forth. Now, now if, if I go back to the way it was last season and start saying Zoo needs to be traded for Rudy Gobert or any other things, then he'll stop. Then he'll probably start coming after me. But, yeah. but then he won't be the only one. I literally got everybody coming after me when I said Zoo should be traded, but I'm, I'm not doing that again. So yeah, them's fighting words. Yeah, and it's hard to critique. He's he doing good. I'm not. I'm not even going to press. Like Zoo has been solid. I think he's probably one of the best defensive bigs out there. So, ain't nothing to really be annoyed about. Because I, I remember you said last season that like why trade for Rudy Gobert when, when we have a Rudy Gobert. I'm like, at, at the time I thought you were a, 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 a weirdo and a psycho for saying that. But you know, <laughs> but you know he's he's turning. He's he's looking like he turned a corner and found his rhythm. You know, he lost that weight. Looks a bit, little bit more linear. The refs are still calling a lot of dumb stuff when he's going straight up, but you know that's just the NBA, so not really can't really change that. But he's he's been solid, you know. I think there was a graph earlier where they had um, big men that left of the corner, people try to avoid and lower something like stay away. Lower, lower Zoo was, shooting percentage allowed at the rim. Yeah, that one was. Zoo was Zoo was literally in the bottom of the corner by himself, and I think that was the best out of all the big men too. I, it sounds Absolutely. weird, but like from the way the graph was designed, from the way they said it, Zoo was a monster, and people are trying to avoid him. So you know, he's he's not going to have a perfect game. There's going to be some people that will score over them, but that's just the talent of the league. So I'm not really pressed about that. So you know, you got people like Trey Young cooking up seven-footers. So, you know, if, if to, there's going to be some players that will do that. But, you know, I'm not really pressed about it. Zoo's been solid. He's honestly been the, the main reason why this Clippers defense has been, you know, that higher up and number one or number two. No, no, number two right now. Number two. Okay. I, I heard somebody say it was number one last season. Well, we really got the number two D right now? Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm, I'm hoping, though, that that it's not just because we've been facing a lot of poor teams, but I think um I think this next game against the Jazz will kind of like like Ty Lue said tonight this game was the blueprint and I hope it was so I hope that whatever we saw tonight, you know we kind of see a bit more of it on a consistent basis and I think against the Jazz that are coming off of beating the number one team in the West Portland tonight. It should be a good test to see where we're at, and you know, and if we get that win against them, then I'll start feeling a little bit more um, positive about this team. Right now, I'm still fifty fifty, but tonight's win was good. I just hope that if they if they get the win on uh, Utah, then it should be really good and should be up from there. Uh, Damu, uh, you got some thoughts? Yeah, nah, um, our defense is elite. Um, and that's close for everybody for the most part. Like, we play a good team defense for the most part. Uh, Zoo is the anchor. PG, you know, lead, lead the league in deflections. Like, he even had two steals today in the first half. Like, it's just amazing stuff from these guys collectively as a group. Terrence Mann has been good. And if this was the 90s, we'll probably, probably have the best record in the NBA right now um, based on how good our defense is and how slow. Of the offense we have, um, 
Yeah, so, but going to your point earlier, the reason why it's no chaos because it's hard to critique guys, Brian, when everybody literally played well. Like, it was not one person that did not play good at all whatsoever. Everybody played well. And um, it's hard to, you know, have a, um, a Skip and Shannon traditional debate between Trent and uh, DJ when you have guys that's playing well. So, hats off to them, man. Just hopefully they can build from this and get some consistency going and carry this in uh, against Utah. Because they're a really good team, a sneaky, really, really good team. Like, they just knocked off Portland today um, in, the, in a comeback win. So, they're a team that we got to take seriously um, in order uh, to try to move forward. So you're saying we should have lost, so this this space could have been more exciting. I get it. Uh, absolutely. Right. Real quick, <laughs> absolutely. Real, real quick, I wanted to add in that the Clippers has six got six players in double figures tonight, and Wall was the only player in double figures for assists with 15. Nice. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, can someone look up how many point how many games we are behind first place while I let Mal come in? I'll check right now. Hang on. Appreciate I think it. it's one point. I think it's uh, one point five. I believe. I think I it's half a game it. now because Portland no, lost. It's still it's still a game and a half, but Utah also won. So I'm looking at the standings now. Utah is top at uh, twelve and six. Then it's Memphis ten and six, tied with Portland for ten and six, Phoenix and Dallas, and Denver is tied for nine and six, and then we're seventh at ten and seven. So Bro, that's crazy. Line. One through five only has six losses. <laughs> Damn. The, no, dude, the West is up for grabs right now. It's like literally all Bro, of them. Bro, yeah, it is, literally. I, Honestly, no, I, the only thing I wanted to fall off, though. Yeah, but the only thing I wanted to say, though, is uh, DJ kind of looks like a changed man after John Wall humbled him. I, I could be wrong, but it kind of looks like he's a changed man ever since John Wall humbled him. A thingy, man. I don't know. You got body, bro. I don't know. You got body. I, I just hope it built a good friendship. I was hoping that you would have gotten like a John Wall follow and you could have been like a John Wall connect. No. Nope, it doesn't no. seem like yeah, that's we a... had John Wall in the spaces, man. Yeah, but it just seems like just seems like you let that one go. You could have been like, hey, man, you know, I'm sorry. I, I still to this day think it's extremely funny that like hundreds of people tweeted the same thing, but he responded to you. Because right. well, they didn't tag him like I did. I was thinking he wasn't going to respond either way. Dude, but... And you folded. You folded quick as soon as he replied. You folded quick. Hey, nah, you, you should see him in the group I, I chat. Maul, you should see him in the group chat. He he turned it. He turned a different leaf, bro. He was John Wall, like biggest advocate. Now he can't stand him. It's like it's arch nemesis. It's crazy how he's changed. On, on that was show. a crazy one eighty, dude. He was you. You were talking about. You were like, just, just do it. He, I ain't giving him no love for that. Yeah, you got body, dude. I want to give him love. Like nah, that. bro, you you put it out there. You got to be able to take it, bro. I am yeah. taking it in my own way, so I'm not dealing with this dude. Right, which, which of course it. is not taking it. You know what, Trent? We can have an argument right now. Hey, before you guys argue, uh, real quick, I want to point out: uh, Clippers had four guys that was plus twenty tonight. That's yeah, what so. I love to hear. That's what I love to hear. But uh, who was the the plus Kawhi was a plus it was a zero right I think we should trade him to be Kawhi honest. was He's not a good player a zero uh, Mook was plus twenty PG was plus twenty five Reggie was plus twenty two John was plus twenty one and then next yeah, was Nico was plus seventeen 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, trade Kawhi, man. We don't need him anymore. He's trash. <laughs> right, well, on that note, uh, this was <laughs> the LA Clips Open Forum. Wait, uh, wait, what's up? What's PG status? Uh, is he gonna be all right or or what? He's good. He he told Bomber that he was a, it was just some knee soreness and they sat him down. But he's he's like he said he's good. He's yeah, like, and the, he's gonna play right. Monday too. He's gonna the, play Monday the, too. the panic in your voice. <laughs> I just want to make sure, man. I'm like, damn, we just got Kawhi back. And then now imagine fucking we got to sit out Paul George because of fucking knee soreness. Oh, my God. That yeah, drive me crazy. Bro. It was weird because I was watching the game. I was like, damn, PG not closing out the second quarter. I was like, damn, maybe Ty's is giving him some rest. I was like, I hope he's all right. Because I'm like, maybe It's a revenge hand. game for Kawhi against Utah this game. It's a revenge game for him. I was like, maybe it's his hand, but he's shooting the hell up the ball. So I was like, it can't be his hand. So I was like, I hope you're all right. Then I was like, maybe he's getting rest. And then I saw the tweet that he was uh, out with Nice for this. I'm like, you can't be serious, bro. It was like, you can't make this stuff up. Like, Kawhi comes back, you know, playing meaningful minutes, and then PG gets hurt. But it's just a little sort of, so hopefully we'll be all right. That's just Clippers basketball. Thanks I'm for that update, bro. No, no problem. Uh, so, yeah, you can find our pod where you find our pod. You can find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Thank you for everyone to be in part. Thank you for everyone being part of this. You could, you could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us. And join our Patreon. It's three dollars a month. You could be spending three dollars on worse. And if Twitter were to ever collapse, that's a good way for us to still chat. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, our podcast slash Twitter space. I appreciate everyone for joining us. We're out. Peace.